Welcome to the Profit First REI podcast, where real estate investors master financial management, eradicate entrepreneurial poverty, and learn to be profitable from day one. Now for your host, David Richter. Hey everyone, David Richter here again with the Profit First REI podcast. Have another amazing guest, Amy Ransdell, here today. She is an amazing human being. She has a lot of things uh, that I got on her bio that just are incredible. Uh, she's an executive ex- execution transformation and peak performance coach, active real estate investor. That's why she's here. Real estate investment inventor and uh, real estate agent trainer, investment strategist. She works with Reva heavily. Um, that's a virtual assistant company, the real estate virtual assistants. And I am a huge proponent of virtual assistants. So I love having Amy on here today. She also recommends recommends Profit First to her groups. And it's actually one of the books that they're going to be studying here in the near future. So that is why we have Amy on today. And we're going to learn a little bit about her background and then her experience with Profit First and just get uh, all that good stuff out. And then her experience with virtual assistants too. I'm sure we'll touch on that because it's definitely near and dear to my heart. So Amy, thank you for being on the show today and uh, just give a brief introduction of, you know, of yourself. Oh, goodness. So you've said so many things that I I never say about myself. I always wonder what they put on that bio. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm in the Atlanta, Georgia market is where I geographically am located. Um, however, our team, we have people that we work with all over the country, uh, which we love. Um, I was an accidental investor. I said, well, I kind of stumbled into real estate. It wasn't a direct plan or path, but it all made sense. And it's become an exciting industry for 20 years for me because it's constantly evolving. There's so much to learn. Um, and so I am a licensed broker. Um, I have a small brokerage in the Atlanta market. We have a coaching community that's a mashup of both licensed and unlicensed individuals that are real estate entrepreneurs wanting to go to the next level and break through in their business. And then we have, um, I do, I do actually actively invest. And I will always actively invest no matter what else I do. And then I'm very, very proud to talk about Reva Global. I'm, I am a CMO for that company. And we specifically set out to create a company that could provide virtual assistance to people who are real estate entrepreneurs that were looking for a better solution in the world of outsourcing. And so we decided to solve a problem. That's what we do in business, right? We solve a problem. So um, we did, and we did it very well. And so I um, sit here and do all the things I do because of that. And I always like to add one thing when I do podcasts because I think it's important and it's a defining thing for me. Yes, I'm a girl. Um, I am also a single mom. And I share this always openly on podcasts because I follow and seek out systems like Profit First, like all these things, because they are what enable me to be able to do so much and still be a mom and be present with my family and so forth. So there we go. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I love the human connection. I mean, that's... I love being open too. So thank you for sharing that, Amy. Uh, really appreciate that. And love that what you talk about systems, because that's exactly what Profit First is and what um, you know what Reva helps provide those systems and solutions and people. And so tell me what got you into real estate and into Reva. You know, like you said, it was kind of fell into your lap type thing, but like tell us about that journey. Yeah. So I I honestly didn't think about real estate at all in my career. Like career choices when I was young, right? I ended up marrying an individual that was very passionate about real estate and he it was a hobby thing for him. So, um, and just to be kind of flat pan honest, he was spending thousands of dollars on programs, three ring binders and sets of CDs and all the stuff that people do, right? 
uh-huh. all the things. And then he would never like really crack it open or really do a whole lot with it. And I'm kind of type A OC and very competitive. And I was just like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> We're going to do something with this if we do, right? So I sort of kind of hopped in, rolled up my sleeves and sort of learning it. And I was very blessed to be at the right place at the right time. If you think about when social media really came out. And if you think about like a lot of the shows on TV that were Flip This House shows, like all of those things started happening then. And so I happened to be at the beginnings of a lot of amazing people's careers. And so got to know just brilliant minds and learned and absorbed and stayed with it. Um, about halfway through, I saw the benefit of getting a license. It was really what I am as a business owner, business builder, and identity is very important to me. So I do all these things, but really I'm the overarching title of my identity is I'm a business builder, business owner. And so I saw opportunities to go into different avenues of real estate from coaching to um, owning a brokerage to you know all the things. So um, I've just stayed within that journey all these years. Uh, but that's really it. I, I tell, uh, I work with a lot of people in the coaching aspect. So coaching has been a running thread for me since 01. And I love helping other people understand the power of all these things and the freedom of choice that can come from understanding how to run a business as a business owner and also how to use real estate to create, you know, real foundation for not just now, but legacy later. Awesome. I love that. So then how did you get linked up with Reva and, you know, start with the virtual assistant world? So it was born like about eight years ago. Okay. Um, and again, it was, um, it was years and years of working with coaching students uh, in the different programs that we were a part of. So the founder and CEO is Bob Lachance. I tell everybody, go follow Bob. Um, he doesn't do a lot on social media, um, but he's awesome. And he, it was like a conversation of people at that time saying, we're all dealing with this. We can't find really strong virtual assistants or outsourced services that were reliable, that were highly skilled. And how could we fix that problem? So we kept hearing horror stories and complaints and money losses and people would give up on the things that they needed to scale. They would just give up on it and they take all of it back on their own plate and get overwhelmed. And we would hear this with students over and over and over again. And we're dealing with it in our own businesses. Um, so they launched Reva Global and um, I got to, I was there at the birth and then they launched it. And then about three years ago, I got very heavily involved and um, Bob and I have been partners in different projects for 17, 18 years now. And so made sense for me to, at that time, to become a big leg of that company. And I can't tell the listeners enough how beneficial it is to find a company that actually knows and understands what it means to work with outsourced support. Like we really have broken all the myths and changed all, we've disrupted the industry and have, you know, like the highest retention in the industry and so forth, because we do it differently. And that's a passion I have. And so that's, um, and so does Bob operationally. He is an operations genius. So awesome. by far the best out there. <laughs> awesome. No, I love that. And we'll have you talk for sure a little bit more about Reva here in a couple minutes, but let's get into the profit first portion here and tell us, you know, you told me before we came out and started recording that you were, you have a real estate investing group that you run. And one of the books coming up that you're reviewing is Profit First and reviewing together. So I guess, tell me about that journey of how you heard about that or like what sparked it. And like, just tell me about, uh, you know, how you got involved in that world. Yeah. So no offense to you or anything, right? So I knew about the book, but I hadn't actually absorbed it myself. And we actually had another coach that's in our program here working with a, a partnership uh, pair, a husband and wife pair here within our community. And he suggested the book to them. 
And I started watching them make big changes in their business, according to your book, like literally following it like A to Z, like, like check, 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 right? And it made all the difference in their business. And so I, I started asking questions. What did you have them read and why, whatever? And that's what led to that. And so then I fell in love with your book. Um, it was, it's all the answers that a lot of people, and, and let's be honest, it's tough things too. Things people don't necessarily want to have to implement, want to have to face the hard questions to actually do that. But if they will, it completely is transformative for their business. And so we had you know, a real life example um, we decided every month we do a deep dive on some sort of tactical material for entre- at the entrepreneurial level in our community, not real estate niche or something, but ta- entrepreneurial tactical. And we chose profit first for the month of September um, because I want them to go through and implement it. And our community is a mix of real estate entrepreneurs, investors, real estate agents, brokers, lenders. I mean, we build in you know mobile home park investing and so forth. It's not just you know, a bunch of wholesalers. It's all across the board. Your book um, works very well across the board. So, so there we go. I don't know if that answered the question, but yeah, no, awesome. I love that, and love that you've uh, that you could see the benefits there, and that someone in your group has seen the benefits immensely. You know, to implement it in their business and help transform their life because that's what that's what the whole profit first system is. You know, is for. It's not just a tactical solution. It's also a strategic. You know, like inner inner questions that you have to ask yourself, you know, and like be very real with yourself because there's nothing more personal than finances, you know, like to people. So speaking of that, do you mind talking about like, do you remember where you learned about money or like where the first concepts that you might've had about money, you know, growing up and how it shaped you and what you thought? That is such an awesome question. And as a, and the performance breakthrough side of what we do, the executive coaching level of what we do, because, you know, people come in our program and they're like, well, they're at six figures, they want to go to seven, or they're kind of overwhelmed in their business and they want to scale. Like most of the time, 90% of the time, there's a mindset issue. And 70% of the time of that bucket, it's money mindset. Mm-hmm. It's it's something where along in our path, our programming did not give us a good relationship with money. Yeah. And it, you know, right? So I still love that question. I have to ask those questions. And yeah, you're right, man. Those are highly personal. So we tend to ask them in other circular ways to kind of dig down and to get the story of yeah. what it is with them about money. You know, I I was one of those people who wasn't really I saw both sides of the fence, let's put it this way. So I had a split family. So I saw very clearly what the scarcity side looked like and the you know, save everything that my grandparents were depression era. It was farm life. You know, my mom, everything was, you know, save every penny. We split one can of green beans five ways for dinner, right? Like it wasn't, it was that. And then on the other side, I had my, my father's family, which were a little bit more affluent, lived country club style. They were all about, you know, it was just a very different way of looking at everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to see a little bit of both sides of that. But one thing I didn't notice until I got to be an adult was that neither side actually understood how to use, make money work for you. Like, mm. And so I was raised never understanding that money was, it's currency. It's something that needs to be given freedom to flow in order to create opportunities. I was really never given that. I was given the aspects of spend it all and or save it all. <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. There's good things to both of those, right? But we want to make sure it's working for us. And so I wish, honestly, that I'd had someone even 20 years ago kind of shake me up and give me a little bit different perspective on on what to do with money. So I was left very confused. You probably know, we work with a lot of people that they're scared to death of money. They think that they're not worth money or that money is evil or that money is... I mean, there's, you hear it all. 
And we have to clear the screen of that or we'll be afraid of creating it or we'll self-sabotage and we'll get rid of it or we'll, I mean, all those things that happen. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, appreciate you telling about that. Cause I like learning cause that's, especially like with what you said, we got to get to the real, the real portion of what will really give someone a breakthrough. And it's a lot of the things that we don't, that we think to be true that really aren't. And it's, you know, breaking through those and then getting out on the other side. So then as you've built, sounds like you've built quite a few different things in your lifetime here of like from real estate investment to coaching, to mentoring, to, you know, Riva, to a lot of different things. How has it been when you went into those companies and started building them? What were the things that you either tracked from the financial side or like now that you're like, oh, these are the KPIs I definitely need to be able to know like that to make sure that our company stays in business so we can keep providing value to people? No, oh, such a great question. So I'm probably going to go not as micro as I could. Well, maybe sure. a little <laughs> Yeah. But like, I, I don't, for instance, I think we all forget that everything we do, and this is just a mindset thing too. Everything we do is not spending money. It's invested. Everything you do. In fact, everything you do just personally, if I take a breath of air right now, I'm investing my, in myself. I'm taking in oxygen. It's going to go and have an ROI for my body. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so the first thing I always tell people in that regard is that think of that everything you're doing, what is its direct ROI? Is it a measurable ROI? And that's not like a real micro detail for you, but I think it's important because a lot of people will spend a lot of money and throw money at different things without first deciding, A, deciding what they want it to do for them, B, deciding whether it's even rational or not to do that, and right. or... Another decision is, okay, well, I've decided I'm going to do it. It is rational. What do I want from it? And how will I measure that? And we have to ask the how. How will I measure that? Like, what is it? Is it is it a benefit of, of money? Is it a benefit of, of other resources? You know, what is that? And then what does that have value for you and in a revenue perspective? And I think we just forget to do that. So if I'm going to go spend time on something, what's it going to generate for me? If I'm going to go pay for a, a, some sort of software tool, great. What's that going to generate for me? And once we start putting that hat on where everything's a question of this is an investment, what's its ROI, we start to not make bad decisions as much anymore. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Other than that, I encourage everybody, track your time. Really track your time. You know, and do you understand what your time value needs to be for the for the net value goal you've set for your company? And I would see this all the time. Someone says, I want to make three hundred thousand dollars this year. Okay, net net three hundred thousand. Okay, great. Well, if you only work for, you know, 48 weeks of the year and you only work 35 hours a week, what would you need to be bringing in per hour yourself if you don't have people, right? And you show them that and they're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> right? But right. it does it does really change how you see where you put your time and helps you see where you could outsource and bring on other people to create more time equity. And I, or I, I like to call it life equity, but um that so people just forget the simple things are tracking your time our people here we have them every night as a sunset rule you know go through all the things you did that day like what did you do that day mm-hmm. what was income producing what was your ipas your income producing activities what were your highest most important revenue and uh, decision making activities um and really really get a feel for that so you can eliminate the things that aren't that's awesome yeah i love that because what you just said there that's building a good habit you know, that becomes a habit that you do at the end of every day to force yourself. Then it becomes something that you don't even think about. You know, that's when, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that as we get into that habit, and that's a really good one to really go through your day. And what did we do during this day that was income producing? And I, uh, 
I do that the following morning and I do it, uh, just all the good things that happened yesterday. I have a four-year-old daughter, you know, it's like, did I play with her yesterday? You know, like, so it's like looking at those different areas. So I love what you said about the return on investment for everything that you do. Do you so. KPIs in personal life too, right? Like, I think we forget to track our personal KPIs. Right. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, and when we sit down and we really look, you know, I, um, this is going to sound kind of awful, but you know, 20 years ago, my first corporate thing was I taught business to business sales. I taught sales training and development, created sales training and development materials for business to business executives. And one of the things I would do with them was show them where their time was being spent. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, we'd give them a red and a green marker and you'd be like, mark everything that's income producing, what that's not as red. And it would show them visually that they were bleeding to death, right? And so I always tell people, you know, like really look at your time. Where is it spent? Because we will sometimes be so frustrated. I'm not moving the needle forward. I'm not making more revenue this quarter over last quarter. But we don't face the fact that we haven't changed our habits as to where time is being just, you know, being poured down a drain, right? And that includes also, um, you know, family and relationships and things like that too. So, you know, where where are you getting the value for your time? Yeah. I love that. It's so powerful. And that's why I love the profit first, uh, the whole mindset around it, because it's a lot of the same, you know, you got to make sure the the most important things are first in your life. You know, like when you start a business, it's not all about the spending of the money. It's making sure that you're building a healthy business, you know, so that way you could serve more people and ultimately making your thought processes better and healthier for yourself too. And it's just, I love what you're saying. You will love this statement. I'd love to share this with you because I know you'll take this to heart. So being a coach for years, right? People sometimes go into business for wacky reasons, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And and it's great. It's awesome. I mean, I never want to knock the reasons, but we'll hear the reasons. And uh, sometimes the reasons are, well, I want to help people or I want to this or I want that. And I was like, well, I love that. That feels good, <laughs> right? right? Right. But I would have to correct them. I'd have to interrupt their pattern for a minute and say, wait a minute, you're not in business to help people. And they say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, no, no, no. You're in business to build a business so that you have a business that can help people. Or you're in business to build a business so that you have the ability yourself to help people. Right? Mm-hmm. That it has to be your focus first, profit first, right? And we oftentimes so forget, you know, put our own oxygen mask on first kind of thing. And so especially in business, right? Like I watch people, they get this big check from a deal and they immediately deploy it out to all kinds of things. And they forget that they've also got to pay things to keep the business healthy. They've got to pay themselves a salary. You teach that in profit first. They've got to pay the, the basics. They've got to make sure your taxes, all those things are covered. So then they can make decisions. And it's very empowering once you do that, because now you have a very clear measure of, well, I know if I do this, it gives me this. And now you can say, okay, if I want more of this, I only have to increase this by a certain percentage or a certain amount. It's extremely empowering, but it's hard. I'm not going to say it's an, it's an easy thing to go do all that, but, but it's good. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's simple to set up, but it's, it takes discipline and the habits and the right things to create it, you know, continually. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I love everything that you're saying here. I think it's providing a ton of value to the listeners. And if you're listening to this right now, you know, Amy is someone that you need to be following on social media. She, I see her posts all the time. She's posting some great stuff just on mindset and, and a lot of this that we're talking about today. So Amy just got a couple of last questions here before we wrap up. Number one, is there just, General advice for the real estate investing world. Is there any other advice that you would give them? You know, that we just in general, it could be virtual assistance, could be time, could be anything that we've talked about here or not. Yeah. Wow. And this is probably, I'm not inventing the wheel with this one. Okay. And everybody hears this. Yeah. 
there's two things that really roll together and virtual assistants are, are absolutely a way to help with one of these, but it is, you really need to get crystal clear on what it is you want and have a deeper purpose and a why behind it. Like really allow that for yourself. And then from there, allow your identity to drive you for that result, regardless of other things, like allowing everything else to kind of move away. And, and I, I say this with just all the heart in the world, because I am the poster child of wasting many, many years, not necessarily going in any clear direction. You know, Yogi Berra's quote, if you don't know where you're going, or if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace else, right? Yeah. It's one of my favorite quotes, because that's what we do in life. And we go lots of directions. We're going, we'll go, 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 go. But we're not yeah. necessarily heading in the direction that we really want. And what you want is what inspires you. It's what challenges you. It's what serves you. And to go back to the profit first idea of, you know, the mask on you first, right? It's, 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 does it serve you? Because we're not going to move the needle forward and you're going to not feel fulfilled in what you're doing, right? Um, and then once you make all that, those decisions, the how will start to present itself. And now when you want to go and outsource and streamline and create efficiencies and systems, you actually know what to create them for and you'll feel good about them and not procrastinate and hold yourself back. You know, so like even when people call us for virtual assistants, I, I'll ask these questions. I'm kind of eliciting some of that in the intake with them because I want to make sure that they really are lining up the systems to match their direction so that the virtual assistants and them end up having a long-term powerful relationship for results, right? So yeah. get crystal clear on what you want. Awesome. No, I, I love that. It's something that, you know, we may hear all the time, but it takes a while to sink in and then to actually be bold enough to take that risk and say, yeah, I'm going to do this because we're so programmed to do whatever other people tell us to do, or like just follow the crowd. You know, it's just something that we're, uh, I think a lot of people are born with, and then it's bred into them too, you know, like from a lot of different backgrounds and upbringing. So that's well, just great. Direction. Yeah. You're not a tree. You don't have roots stuck in the ground. You can get up and you can go a different way. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, this has been amazing. I think you've provided a ton of value here on this episode. So I would love if our listeners, this is the last question I ask is, is there any way for our listeners to provide value back to you? Talk about Reva, talk about the things that you're doing. And I would love to connect with anybody that I, I'm all, we, we are a very serving community. It's, it's one of our core values. Um, I would love to connect with everyone that I can. And if there's a way for anybody here to help you for virtual assistance, absolutely. If you have thought even the slightest about having bringing on outside remote support, do a strategy call with our team. It's 15 minutes. Do a strategy call. Just see how we're different because you will be immediately surprised at what you hear. And our process is, we, we've matched people up to you. So um, I'm willing to give my Reva Global email ha happily. Um, people are willing to click and connect with me there. It's amy at revaglobal.com. It's really simple. Just email me. I have a team that helps me with those. It's not all me that's replying because um, I have virtual assistants. Yeah. <laughs> um, right? But let us know how we can help you. And uh, we'll get you set up with outsourced support so that you can have more time with family. Uh, have help tracking your KPIs. By the way, virtual assistants can help you track all that stuff. They can do bookkeeping for you. There's so many things that they can do. The profit first model, bring in VAs from the beginning of that transformation to help you actually implement that 100%. And we'll be right behind you helping you do it. Yeah, I can't agree with that enough. I one of the best friends that I have on this earth is a virtual assistant that I've been working with for the past six years, you know, so it's, uh, you know, I definitely 
I definitely recommend going with a virtual assistant, going with Reva, make sure that if you need a virtual assistant, reach out and see how they are different. And I really appreciate that, Amy. And then do you have a, not just an email, but is it just Reva.com? The, for the- RevaGlobal.com. Um, go to thinkreva.com. Either one of those will get you there. There's a little pop-up that enables you to schedule a strategy session. I always tell everybody, you know, go, you can peruse the website. It's all kinds of content, but just schedule a strategy session. It's 15 minutes. Our intake team is amazing. And they'll just kind of kind of guide you through a few questions and let you know how the process works, right? And our process is very unique. We are not a warehouse of resumes where you go and find contract work and you have to search through all these VAs to find the right one. We're actually a mat, like a match.com of VAs. We're a matchmaking service. We literally elicit from you your needs. We find the highly talented trained person within our pay, within our current payroll and help help guide that relationship to, to a working win-win for both you and the VA. And, and like you, I have virtual assistants. I consider my family. Right. right? Like, yep. They don't live anywhere near here. Right. <laughs> but I literally talk to them every day as if they're one of my own. And so um, you will you will have that type of experience if you work with a Reba VA. Awesome. Well, there you go. We'll make sure to put that in the show notes as well, too. Amy, it was great having you today. Thank you so much for the value provided. And thanks for being on. No, thank you. I'm so um, honored, actually, to be on here. And everybody listening, if you haven't implemented Profit First, grab it now. Go for it. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you found this episode valuable, could you do me a quick favor? Can you give us an honest rating within iTunes? And be honest, you could say whether you liked it or not. And obviously with iTunes, the more reviews and ratings we have, the better it is for other people that are searching for a profit first in a podcast. So we'd love to be ranked on there. And that's thanks to your help. So we would really appreciate that if you would like to go give us a rating. Also, if you're looking to connect with us further, I would highly recommend checking out our Facebook group, Profit First for Real Estate Investors. And that's literally what it's called. So you can type in Profit First for Real Estate Investors and you'll be able to find our Facebook group right there. So come join active real estate investors who are supporting each other and growing their businesses and profits together. That's what that group is all about. The link should be in the description below. And if you're interested in working with us and implementing Profit First in your real estate business, we offer coaching and guidance. So if you want to work with someone who's actually Profit First certified and who works right now currently with real estate businesses, you can actually go start your application process by going to simplecfosolutions.com forward slash apply, or just go right to simplecfosolutions.com and there's an apply button right on there. If you want to actually start your Profit First journey with someone who can actually walk you through those step-by-step and help you know and grow your cash flow. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Profit First REI podcast. See you next episode.